When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Genetti. You know how we do rock and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Hi, this is John Cena Sr., and you're listening to Twat Magic on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Bitch, pound it and drown the kiss. With the wrist lit, listen to the sound of piss. The piss listener. I'm quick to stick fists enough. I build bricks and sticks to kill Nicola. Still ripping your knickers, the real blister. We're giving your meal tickets to visit the still dicking ya. And I'm a dickhead certified. Dirty dice turning life into pimp sex world at night. Your pussy looking like a bacon and cheese wrap. I'm making a bean clap, naked to please that. Terminator penetrator till your knees snap. Feed that a meat stack of beef, kill the peen back. Is that too much? Return of the twat, 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 return of the twat. Welcome to Dingo Dog Magic. What magic? I'm your host, Troy. Joining me, as always, Lisa's here. What up? What up? How are we doing? Oh, you know, tis the holiday season, Troy. Oh, yes, you know. So, this is our last episode of the year. And I know that we took three weeks off (laughs) before finally getting this one, but... Yeah, I want to talk about that. Adam mm. talking smack on the on your uh, rundown. Sorry, it's in smack. <laughs> Punk. Listen, we had shit going on, Adam. Yeah, uh, different things. Um, both both of us had to uh, to cancel on subsequent weeks, but we're here. Um, we're semi-queer, get used to it, but, um, (laughs) we're going to do this episode here, we're going to cover the last two Bellows Podcast episodes, and then we're going to take our Christmas break, and we'll be back in January, and I have no intention of covering whatever the twats are going to be doing next week. No. Which they mentioned that they're going to do something next week. So we're not we're not going to cover any of that. We're gonna we're gonna return the first week of January um, with whatever the fuck episode that they come out with. So January fifth is what we're looking. I heard at Adam and Sal were going to do the podcast next week. There you they go. They were going to cover for us. There you go. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, and if he uh, refuses, fight the fool, the aerosol. There you go. Uh, so yeah. We're here. What has been going on with you? Well, sir, you know, working. And uh, the boy has put baseball on hold for the season. And now he's gone into the basketball realm of things. um, Since it doesn't seem like it, but COVID has slowed down a little and they've allowed Mm. sports. So he's 
playing for our town as well as his school. Yeah. Town, they're undefeated, which I'm sure Jason has told you since he's the coach. He, he tends and, to tends to clue us in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, middle school, they had their first game yesterday, and they got their asses beaten. But they weren't 100% to blame. The refs kind of sucked, and one of them was actually physically cross-eyed. So that's not a joke. I'm, he was literally cross-eyed, and he wasn't seeing everything that was happening. So part was to blame for them, part was the refs. But they have another game tomorrow, so hopefully, or Friday, no, Friday, so hopefully it's a little better. Mm-hmm. But other than that, that's pretty much it. Basketball, the kid, that's it. Nothing majorly exciting going on in my world. All right, fair you enough. Know, yeah. Stress, work. Same my shit. office manager, who's a cunt, she put in her <laughs> retirement email today and was like, oh, hey, retiring. Wow. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, so you have you have reason to celebrate. We're all kind of like woohoo! Nice. Yeah. Except my primary care physician, she's leaving, so that sucks. Oh, that's a bummer. So I need to find a new one. Hmm. But I think that's it. What about you, my friend? Nothing much. You pretty much heard it on on the rundown. What's been going on in my world? Um, we've been having. Uh, this is the the third retirement party that we've had this year uh, in, at my work, um, which is a lot when you only have 50 workers. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of guys have just been there forever. So the, uh, the guy that is leaving now is most likely, and not through no fault of his own, he's, he's a good guy, he's, he has earned the right to retire, his absence is going to straight buttfuck us because he is, you know, the guy's been working there for 14 years and he's got like all the shit that he does that nobody sees and stuff like that. And it's like, there's just no way that his replacement, who's a great guy and I like a lot, there's no way his replacement's going to be able to slide in there and like, you know, know exactly what's going on with everything. So that'll be fun. Um, <laughs> I think you should have him make a manual of shit that he does before he goes. Oh, man. Like, I don't. Th- I think he's probably forgotten more stuff than he could even remember to put down there. So, but it's also the case of like he's he knows like contacts with every single company that we we talk to, and like you know that all those people are gonna want to go and talk to him, and like now that's gonna be like oh he's gone now, so now we got this other guy here you gotta talk to, and so all, all that fun of building up relationships and shit like that again. So, yeah. Um, other than that, um, I think I, I sort of mentioned it yesterday on on the rundown, um, but I I was dealing with a little bit of um, of negativity I would say towards me um, by by the internet, which you know I've talked about in the past. Like I I know us doing a podcast or me doing a, a, a solo podcast outside of here when you open yourself up like that, you're always going to have, you know, the possibility of getting some negative things back at you, you know? Um, so I had, you know, somebody on Reddit uh, say that they were instantly annoyed with my voice. And I was like, I'm like, Oh man, like haters gonna hate. Well, so that's, that's the thing. It's like, it's one thing for 
like a huge celebrity to the, the, the I feel like they're better equipped for it. Like they, they know what's going to happen and they can just ignore it. Mm-hmm. But somebody who's doing a podcast for, you know, less than a thousand people, like those kind of comments do kind of get to you a little bit. So at first I was a little bit kind of like, Oh man, like I know I don't have the greatest voice in the world, but I didn't think I, like it was actually like annoying to anybody. But then I did wind up having somebody comment on there that they're like, oh, no, I like your voice. So it was like, I, 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 that was a little bit of a boost. But also, even that first person, I was like, I'm like, you know, that's one person. And I've got all these other people that have listened to me, you know, the, you know, these past couple of weeks. It's like, so I'm, I must be doing something right, you know, to be able to have those people come back. So, um, but yeah, you know, that can, that can get to you a little bit. And I, and I understand that. I understand why, you know, it can be hard for certain people. Um, you do have to have that, that, that sort of thick skin, but for me doing, you know, something where it's like, I'm not looking to be a celebrity or anything like that. I fucking wouldn't be able to do that because I just could not stand people just making fun of it, insulting me all the time. But, you know, like, uh, and, and, and it was on the post that I had made posting the episode. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you're directly interacting with the person that you're talking about, you know? Right. <laughs> so, right. um, you know, I, but, but again, like I said, I'm like, I was like, ah, you know, eventually I'm just like, yeah, but you're one person out of how many people that listened to it that didn't like it. And, and that's, what's going to happen. Um, the person that turned around and gave me a one-star review on iTunes can lick a sack because you didn't bother to put any any comment at all, which is like, if you're going to take time out of your day to give me a one-star review, fucking tell me why you don't like my show then, <laughs> you know? Cause you need the twat army to come at, come at them? I, I like the idea that there's a twat army. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll print up some t-shirts. Um, no, no. Well, that's the thing is that I, I couldn't even tell you who it is because they didn't leave any words. So iTunes only shows you the reviews that people actually took the time to like, oh, I don't know, critique you or give you some kind of feedback other than just one star fucking like, fuck you. It's like, you dick. That's because they don't have the balls to say who they are and and face you. So don't even worry about that little person. Yeah. No, I, I was I was over, you know, probably about two hours later. I was just like, I'm like, you know, fuck that person. <laughs> uh, but it did wind up making me think of like, I, I wonder if, I wonder if the Bellas have any one star reviews that people left some comments With no on. With comments? No, no. With comments or without? With comments. Uh, so stay tuned for the second part of this episode. <laughs> Because I've got three of them. <laughs> oh, great. And I needed to fill a little time, so we'll we'll get to those. Um, but we do have to discuss last week's episode. So, here we go! Entitled, They Found Out by Seeing Me on TV with Rosebud Baker. So the Twats open up some of their shitty Bonita Bonita Chardonnay. Which is sold out. Sure. Well, I guess that's because they took a bunch of them. Well, uh, I was going to send you some for Christmas. I, I, it's sold out. I believe I have explained before 
But I understand that, but I'm still going to send some to your home for Christmas because we're friends. <laughs> no, no, I understand that. But your wife would have enjoyed it. She drinks wine. Yeah, see, I I don't drink wine, and I feel like you sending me Bella's wine is not something. And I don't f- care that you don't drink wine. Your wife drinks wine. It was going to be a nice gift of a friend to a friend. Well. A nice gift but of more a fr- for your wife. <laughs> a nice gift of a friend to a friend is sending wine that's actually good. <laughs> Not sending sending shit wine. That seems like something you do to somebody you don't like. <laughs> it was going to be research, right? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I would have. I would have. I would have poured it in there, and I would have. I would have sniffed the wine, and and you know, dip my dip my finger in a little bit and swirl it around and see see what kind of swirl it had. See if, see if it had some rich body to it. Do all that pretension. They were going to be bottling it up, so yeah, yes, going to have some soon. Yeah, so it was bottling day, which means a bunch of workers are doing their jobs while these two are downstairs drinking bottles. Now, I'm not trying to be racist. Now, oh, great way to start a sentence. (laughs) But do you think they use no? Because they're Mexican, so this is probably okay. Do you think they use other Mexicans to bottle their wine? Uh, most likely, <laughs> I would say yes. Most likely, um, they def- they definitely are just like no, 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 no. See, you work for us, and I and I know we're only paying you five cents a day, and you're not legally supposed to be here. But we're not family. <laughs> yes, we're connecting with our roots. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Before I before I get in trouble and Sal gets upset at me and Well, what do we say if Sal gets upset? Fuck you, Sal. Uh so <laughs> <laughs> So Bri and Nikki talk about uh Cyber Monday, which of course Nikki thought was having cyber sex, I'm sure. Right. Um and then they talk about if they gave any money away on Giving Tuesday. Maybe. And Brie was like, yes, of course I, I gave money away on Giving Tuesday. Like, putting a dollar in the Starbucks tip jar does not count. <laughs> exactly. And Nikki's just like, why would I ever do Of course I've done that. I, yeah, yeah. I told, like, I spent I a round, bunch on Cyber Monday. I rounded up on my, my Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gave to those little people ringing the bell outside of the store. Yeah. So the comes then get into a fight over which one of them came up with a Christmas gift for one of their kids. That's the okay. spirit. Did you look this up? Do you know what this is? This little personalized train thing? It's literally like a giant stuffed animal with like wooden rockers on the bottom shaped like a train and it's got like cheesy like stickered letters on it for their name and it's 200 like 200 dollars of course it is all because it's from pottery barn kids wow okay so let me try to find this here it's a personalized train train light up musical rocker Mm-hmm. so it's just a rocker and it's 200 dollars 
And it's like a giant stuffed animal, pretty much, that they sit on. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Hashtag relatable again. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure when Brie told Nikki that she was going to get her a train, that she got really excited for a second. And he was, she was like, just like high school. And then Brie's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's for your kid. And she's like, oh, just like Grandpa's house? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's it's a literal toy. No, nobody's nobody's putting penises into anything. Okay. They didn't mention Grandpa's house. Surprisingly, that's because he's because he's fucking dead. But Grandpa's still, <sighs> Nana's still alive. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about that old bag. Uh, <laughs> they live closer this year too. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So they then proceed to spend the next oh, I'd say five minutes talking about how much. Uh, expensive presents they're getting for their kids? Well, no, because Bertie's getting a dollhouse, and then that's it. So, so... Because Bree doesn't give her kids gifts. They get one gift from Santa, and that's it. Right. I'm sure. So, we didn't didn't get too much on this dollhouse, which I assume, considering it's Bree, it's probably like a life-size dollhouse. Like that she could sleep in, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it's like a grand or something like that. But it, it was very funny because uh, we did these these episodes back to back, obviously, and there was a running theme with this dollhouse on the two episodes. There was. Um, there was. So yeah, so apparently, mommy got really, really excited about getting her daughter a dollhouse that apparently her daughter didn't want. <laughs> Apparently. So, yeah. She's trying to force it on her, it seems. Yep. And we'll get to that in episode two, though. Um, so then they talk about that they have a TikTok. So I'm going to tell you right here and now. I will never look up their TikTok. Because if I do, that will kill my For You page for about a month. And I'm not gonna do that. Okay, this isn't this isn't like other things where you can like look them up once and you might have a day or two of it like lingering around. Like I had to. Well, I'm like, and I can I can talk freely because my daughter isn't gonna doesn't listen to this. But um, there was there's this cunt that she watches on on YouTube, and she really wanted merch from the from this bitch. So I'm like, I was like, God damn it. All right. So, of course, I look it up. Are you talking about Miranda Sings? No. Okay. Because she showed up on my my FYP for some reason, and I have no (laughs) idea why. No. Well, so so I went to the website, obviously, and I I purchased this little keychain thing or like that. And for three days after that, my Facebook was covered in ads for this content. (laughs) But that went away. That doesn't happen that quickly on TikTok. Like, if you look specifically for somebody, you better believe that that shit's going to in- infect your For You page for a solid three to four weeks. So, no, I will never look up the Bellas, and I'm going to start screening whatever you send to me, because <laughs> I feel like you are going to try to send me one of them. You're going to try to slip one past the goalie. I would never do that, ever. All right. Okay, I have that on, I was about to say on tape to aid myself. I have that recorded. 
I can play that back. I will add it to the soundboard for every time you, you, you try to lie to me again. <laughs> so I am my son. He rickrolls me constantly. Fair. I would never. I would never do that to you and send you the Bellas. Okay. What kind of friend is that? I mean, I, I I still have punishment coming from your husband. So that has nothing to do with me. He, I am not involved in your little. That with my husband. I'm making it up to him. I'm working on it. That's between you and him. Yeah. All right. So. I can't say. He could send you Bella's TikToks. I'm saying I won't. He could. I may not. The the good thing is, is that um, my phone gives previews of those things. So I'd Uh be, uh, so I would be able to tell. (laughs) But we'll see. I wouldn't put it past him. He might try to slip and pass the goalie. We'll see. Um, all right. So Brie boasts about getting a Christmas tree by herself, and then complains about the fact that she had to drag a Christmas tree in by herself. She was a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. She had to lift people up over her head. Yeah. And she can't grab a Christmas tree. I mean, I suppose it depends on how big it was. Like, I couldn't lift a tree. I can tell you that. But you weren't a professional wrestler for a decade. <laughs> you don't know that. That's true. You don't, I don't. know what I do in my spare time. That's very true. <laughs> I don't even have a Christmas tree yet. I mean, I know it looks like I have a beautiful tree, but I don't. Mm. Did you notice? I did notice. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a wreath and a fireplace. I really want it to be like that. Uh, and I have uh, some candles, too. See. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, no, I don't have a Christmas tree yet. Christmas is next week. It is. Mm-hmm. It is indeed. Um, I'm just going to... Here you go. I'm just going to take this this picture of the Fox News Christmas tree on fire <gasps> and make that I my new pick. I saw that. I mean, fuck those people, right? <laughs> oh my goodness! So that um, was crazy. I it was like it was huge. It was it it, it reminded me a bit of uh, Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. But again, fuck those people. Uh, <laughs> so. Mine's prettier. <laughs> Mine's more fun. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry good lad. All right. Um, so they talk about Wikipedia then. And Brie asks Nikki if she has donated to Wikipedia. And Nikki then pretends like she didn't know that Wikipedia has been asking for donations for like six years at this point. Because first she said like, like, no, I haven't done it to Wikipedia. Wait, Wikipedia is looking for handouts? Like, yes, bitch. You just admitted that you know you knew that. Right. And like, look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, insult them for not donating to Wikipedia because, because I because I don't because whatever. Um. And it's your number one source for information. Yeah. 
again, they were like shocked when uh, about the fact that like oh anyone can edit Wikipedia. Well, not as much anymore because you because you will get banned pretty quickly from doing it if you try to fuck with things. Which is like I, I wish someone would change their our pictures on there. So, so now we have to see what it looks like, right? Well, yeah, but also change it yourself. Um. Oh, it's because it's a picture of her with John Cena cropped out of it. That's why she wants it changed. That's it. That's the only reason. Because I can see, I can see his ear and his cheek. It's not a, it's not a terrible picture of her, but it's not a good picture of her. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's what it is. Because it's got part, it's got parts of John Cena in it. Um, where's her cunt sister? Where's what's hers look like? Oh, hers is always okay. Other than there's like a water bottle in front of her, which has as much air as her head does. Okay, um, so the cunts are excited to have a comedian on the show, and that comedian is named Rosebud. Mm-hmm. So Rosebud Baker, yes, is the granddaughter of James Addison Baker the third the former Secretary of Treasury for President Ronald Reagan, and the Secretary of State under President George H.W. Bush. Yes. So, they have That's a... Com- fun fact. Yep, they have a comedian on the show, so this should be a really funny episode, right? You would think. Mm-hmm. So, Rosebud's like, hey, I went to WrestleMania once, and they're like, what number? She's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Which was like, wow. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> then they complain about how late comedy shows are are ran. Well, that's because it's past their bedtime. I, I guess, but like, I don't know that that is a, a universal fact. Like I've seen plenty of comedy shows around here start at seven. But anyways, but those are like the pre-shows. Oh yes, of course, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Well, like yeah. The actual like important person's usually on later. Yeah, I mean, pretty much anything is like that. Like fucking concerts are like that too, where the I main, know it's main... really fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you get there at seven o'clock and the main act doesn't start till ten, and you're just like, holy shit, I'm tired. <laughs> I know, it's true. It's like, come on, I mm. want to see Luke Bryan. I don't want to see like these fifteen other people I don't know. Right. Just bring out fucking Luke Bryan. Why I came. <laughs> so Rose Buddy talks about wanting to have a kid and how she would have to deal with shows running so late. I mean, not really, because the kid should be in bed by the time you go on. No, uh, but she talked about getting up early. Yeah, I suppose. And that sucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rose Budrick wanted to quit being an actor after a breakup, because, of course, that was a story. But she was convinced instead to become a comedian, and they are shocked that the granddaughter of a famous person only took four years to be, uh, become a comedian. Not like she had a leg up or anything like that. I mean, if she can do it, the Bellas must be able to do it. Right. Uh, so Nosemud then explains the exact way to become a comedian, which is that you go up on stage and you tell stories, but you do it in a way that surprises people so that they laugh. Mm -hmm. She mansplained how to be a comedian. 
She did. And uh, she says she would rather go to a comedian's funeral than a wedding. Well, at this funny. Yeah, at this point, I'd like to go to your funeral. Dude, that's cold. <laughs> so of course we have to make it about gender because every female that they have on the show is. What's it like to be a, in a male-dominated industry? That was that was all Nikki. It's always all Nikki. That's what she does with everybody who is a female. It's like today we have on um, a doctor who is a female. Uh, doctor, what it's what's it like to be a doctor in a male-dominated industry? It's it's not a male-dominated industry, but <laughs> okay. We have a WNBA player. What's it like to be a female basketball player in the WNBA, considering it's male-dominated? <laughs> well, it's a women's-only league, so there's yeah. actually no males on the court. Like, I, I, I again, I am, I, I am a, a feminist. I'm all about women empowerment. You do not need to always ask this question. No. Because... Has there ever been a different or original answer to the question, what's it like being a female in a male-dominated industry? It's always just, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But also, she's not the first. If you're talking to the first, then there's a story to tell. If mm-hmm. you're talking about the 3,719th woman to become a comedian, it's not that special. No. I under. I understand that like 20% of comedians are females and that's it. I get that. There's still no reason for that question. There's probably a lot more now than there have been. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, And of course, you you know, I mean, women are always going to have it more difficult, which is exactly why, like, when you do interviews like this. Are you saying because they're not as funny? No, I'm saying because men are assholes. I'm just kidding. And you're always going. I'm just joking. Yeah. I'm not trying to sound a fight. I'm just joking. No, you're you're always going to have. I mean, there are people that instantly hated on the fucking Ghostbusters reboot because it was going to be an all female cast. I didn't have any fucking problem with it. I watched it. I enjoyed parts of it. Um, I didn't think it was great by any means, but there was some good parts to it. And you know, I'm I'm somebody that will look out for. Uh, you know, strong female characters in movies and TV shows and stuff like that. Love that shit. But again, like, it's just kind of ridiculous to to sit there and, like, pretend that, you know, that, that that's like a, a, a cutting-edge question at this point. It's like, they, I'm, sure, I'm sure that this chick gets it in almost every interview. And it's got to get annoying after a while to be like, What's it like for you to fight against against men? Like, just make it about the person. Yeah. Don't don't make it about the fact that they that they have a vagina, you know. Mm-hmm. For no reason at all, they insult Huntsville, Alabama. Right. <laughs> They're just like, like yeah, like yeah, is fuck. That necessary? It just seemed so so like out the out of left field and just like cruel. It was just like yeah, fuck Huntsville. Like, what did they do? <laughs> Because even the Bell's like, oh, we wrestled in Huntsville. Oh, fuck those guys. Like, I know. Like, that was, like, totally unnecessary. Right. <laughs> we love you, Huntsville. 
<laughs> yeah. So so um, so Rosebud talks about Amy Schumer, and she's like, and, "Yeah, go ahead." Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, so, so so her story of Amy Schumer is like one time we were at an airport and Amy was pregnant, and she started puking, and I filmed it. Well, did you notice while Amy she was trying to tell this story, the Bellas were like. Oh my god, we gotta tell you a story about Amy Schumer. We were yeah. and like they completely interrupted what she was saying and she was like, Well, we were on a show Total Bellas and it was so good and we were so famous and everybody knew who we were and someone was like, Hey Bellas! Bellas! Oh hey Bellas! Can we have a picture? Like like made them seem like the biggest deal on the planet. Yeah. So Which is kinda of funny. Yeah. It was Amy Schumer and Ironically enough, Amy Schumer like pretended to fuck John Cena in a movie. Yep. So, yes, they interrupted this story. Uh-huh. And their entire story was one time Amy Schumer wanted to take a picture with us. Yep. <laughs> like Yep. This is what I'm talking about of like this this is in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. This is what I'm I'm saying by like this shit is so fucking boring, because, um, because fucking Rosebud's story is I filmed her while she was puking, which isn't a like entertaining story by any means, and the well, Bellas. I think good. the whole point of it being funny was that there was a Sarah McLaughlin song in the background while she was puking. Sure. And I think that was the whole point of thinking maybe that that was why it was funny. It still wasn't funny. <laughs> but I pre- I appreciate that you I appreciate that you're you're like trying to figure out why they thought it was funny, even though it wasn't. Listen, I have to have my girls back. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, so they so they bring up the pandemic and how Rosebud McCrackers started a podcast with her fiance. Um, who is also a comedian, Andy Haynes. And it is called Find Your Beach. Get it? Because Corona and coronavirus, and you drink Coronas on the beach. Yeah, I was a little lost with that for a second, and I I didn't, I was like, what? And then, and then I was like, okay. Took me a minute. I was a little slow on that one. Fair enough. So, This is one of 26,000 podcasts that was started during the pandemic, which is exclusively about the pandemic. And and this one is about how they started dating during the pandemic and are now married. And so it's a podcast talking about being a married couple during the pandemic. There is not any ounce of me that ever wants to listen to a second of that podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of intrigued. No, I'm not. No, it's, it's, it's literally, there's like a thousand podcasts that are about that very thing. About being married. About being married during a pandemic or are specifically about living through through the pandemic. Like, I'm living through it right now. I don't need to hear somebody else talk about living through it as well. Because it's just going to make... Because, first of all, I don't want to fucking sit there for an hour and a half listening 
about life that's going on right now. <laughs> like, you know, that doesn't do it for me. It. Yeah, we podcasted through the pandemic. But and we, we were podcasting before podcasting was cool. Right. We were podcasting before it happened. We didn't start a podcast because of it. Yeah. And, like, um, you know, Bo, Bo Burnham came out with the his special, which was filmed during, like, the start of the pandemic and stuff like that. And it was it was brilliant. And it was, like, and you're watching it and you're, like, okay, like, I, I, I feel this and I understand this over that. There's no other media that I want to digest that talks about COVID. And it kind of, I'm kind of overhearing about it because I don't want to hear about current events in when I'm trying to escape things, you know, like there, you know, like TV shows and movies and stuff like that. That's that like bring up the pandemic. It's like, I'm, I'm watching you to escape from the world. I don't need to visit it. And now I know you, you know, Grey's Anatomy is is your jam, and and they were hardcore about the pandemic and stuff like that. Well, that that's but. what you know. When I was having a really rough time, you know, with my anxiety and a lot of my depression, and then, you know, with, you know, on top of it with my dad and the virus and work, mm-hmm. you know, and I did have that whole, you know, I wanted to escape with, you know, watching Grey's Anatomy and then they had the pandemic and I was just like, I can't do this. It was so much, you know, like I, I didn't even watch it, Mm -hmm. you know, so it was, that was a lot to bring into it because it because so many of the shows were bringing the, bringing COVID into it. Fair enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Agreed. All right. Um, so the cons push to have Rosebud get cream pied and have a bastard because, of course, they're going to push motherhood on everybody. Rosebud's like, oh, um, yeah, I did have a miscarriage not too long ago. Um, but she says that it was something called a missed miscarriage. So apparently... It happened to her, and she didn't know until she went for her next checkup, which is horrifying. Like, you know, I I appreciate her, you know, coming out and saying that. It did put a gigantic break on the whole podcast. It, like, ground everything to a halt because it was like, oh, whoa, like, we're, we're talking about serious stuff here all of a sudden. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I that that's that's unfortunate. Obviously, um, I couldn't imagine going through that. But um, so that you know, I from from here on out uh, on this episode, I will not make fun of Rosebush, other than calling her different names. That is it, because <laughs> well, I, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I felt bad for her Mm -hmm. because, you know, I myself had suffered a miscarriage before Jackson Mm -hmm. and I got very angry at Nikki Yep. when she was like, oh, well, it's really good that you spoke out about it because people need to speak out about issues like that and postpartum depression. Yeah, it's not the same thing. As someone who 
like on like on Rose Bush's side of her, you know, trying telling them that she's tr- that she's had a miscarriage, mm-hmm. trying to get pregnant, trying to do IVF. She doesn't want to hear about about her postpartum depression. Right. It's you know, like shut the fuck up. It's the it's the equivalent of um of like if if your friend was like Oh man, um, you know I've been I, I I have been able to find a job for six months, um, and and you know I'm I'm really struggling. And you being like, oh dude, don't even tell me about it. Like the coffee at my job is just terrible. Yes. Like <laughs> no empathy at all. Yeah. And again, just got to make it about yourself. Like it made me so angry for her, and I just honestly like. I've, if I wasn't blocked, I would have so much to say, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm then, surprised she didn't punch her. Well, not only that, but then they follow it up with the two of them being like, oh, yeah, I mean, you get so attached to a baby and like you, you love it the second that it, and it's just like, why are you talking about this? Like, just like, yeah, stop she, talking. I'm pretty sure she doesn't want to remember being attached to the baby that was inside of her that she lost. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's not something she wanted to do today. Mm-hmm. But also, mm-hmm. stop acting like all women are the same. Stop right. stop acting like all women are instantly attached to the baby inside of them as soon as they find out they're pregnant. No, or that they're not. Yeah. And and act and this is where I'm like I was like I guarantee you these two are are anti-choice. I guarantee you they are because that to me just sounds like it, which is like as soon as you know you're you're pregnant, like you love that baby inside of you and it's you're attached to it. It's like fuck you. I will say at this point, I may have stopped paying attention because for being a comedian, this podcast is boring as shit. Yeah. Well did so you missed fill in the rank? No no no. No, I got that. I'm not I'm not I'm not ripcording out of the episode yet. I'm just explaining that I may have missed how Michael Myers was brought up. Oh. <laughs> the murderer, not not the comedian who may also be a murderer. Yeah. yeah. And Nick, Nikki's like, is that the guy in the white mask? Cause that one, that narrows it down too. Like, you know who fucking Mike Myers is. Okay. And again, not not the comedian. The guy's tabby tabbies, and it was like something like Bond, where, where Rosie was saying like, "Oh, people were saying that Mike Myers is homophobic because he killed like a gay couple or stuff like that," which is like again, yeah, yeah they were talking about canceling culture. Which the the thing that always annoys me is that that shit is now just like grouped into like cancel culture, quote unquote, but it's not the same. There Let's are cancel out twins. Can we do that. <laughs> There are, yeah, right. There is, first of all, cancel culture is not a real thing. What it is is that it's it's an era of accountability. That's one section of it. And that's the people who are sitting there and going, hey, these people that, uh, or this person who three years ago was using the N-word online and stuff like that, they should face repercussions for that. That's the good side of it. Okay, the bad side, which is what they're talking about, is the people who try to find a way to get triggered by everything. Mm-hmm. 
And so this whole thing of like the people being like, oh, Mike Myers killing uh, firefighters should be removed from the movie because firefighters give their lives for us. Like those are the people where you're just like, fuck you. You're it's just, movie. yeah. And, and yeah. you're, you're just doing this for attention. Yeah. So at this point they cut something out of the podcast because we get music that came up. And then this came on. And then, then it yeah. came back. Yeah. So I'm not sure if, uh, if Rosebutt was just like, uh, like rambling or something at that point, but they seem to cut her off. Uh, and then they bring up like, oh, you're the granddaughter of James Baker, which if you're not like, if you're not like a hardcore, like political person, you have no fucking clue who they're talking about. I don't know who the fuck they're talking about. I know, yeah, me I know the presidents that they were talking about, obviously, but I'm like, I'm not somebody who's just like the secretary of state during this, this uh, campaign was this person. Like, I don't know that shit, but, um, they, they bring up the, sh- the, so the show succession and like, um, I don't, even know what, I don't even know what that is. It's a show that my wife watches. Um, that she says I would enjoy it, but I just don't have time to watch it. It's like Brian Cox is on it. Uh, it's, a, it's apparently really good, but um, Rose Anal is like, oh, uh, like my family's just like it. And then they, of course, they like start getting into like this character is like my family member. And it's just like, if people don't watch the show, they have no fucking clue what you're talking about now. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like when they talk about The Bachelor. Yes. Like, we have no fucking clue. Mm-hmm. So Chodbud Chod uh, asks, or says that she uh, has avoided telling her family about her stand-up dates and, like, doesn't want her family to watch her stand-up. And then she, like, tries to slip by, like, oh, by the way, my sister's gay, and they refuse to talk about that. And then just like quickly moves by. It's like no, 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 no. We're, we're let's go back and focus on the fact that your family are a bunch of homophobes. Let's uh-huh. go back and talk about that. <laughs> but no, we quickly are just like no, no. We're not going to talk about that because we've got a game to play. Mm-hmm. And this one is called fill in the rank. So stupid. Get it? I get it. So they play fill in my stank with Rosita. And essentially what it is is that they're going they give her three stupid Choices. stupid yeah. fucking things and she has to rank them on what she likes the most. Yep. So the first one is 90 Day Fiance, Love Island, the UK variety, and The Bachelor. Do you understand why no, I was slamming my head into my desk at work listening yes. to this shit? Yes. yes, yes. Now I understand. I thought you were. Um, I was like, is he a crack? Like I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> I'm like at my desk at work. I'm on hold, mm-hmm. like trying to with like a lab and I'm like, look at, and I just happened to look at my phone. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. No clue what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then I hear it. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> now it makes sense. Yeah. But Nikki says she'd put it in love Island 90 day. And then the bachelor, 
And Brie is just like, I agree with Ronita Ronita with her ones. Now, they all give reasons for any of this, but I don't give a shit, so I didn't write it down. Yeah. I... (sighs) No, I didn't write anything besides reality TV rank, and I wrote, who cares? Yeah. The next one is long line, a rude customer behind you, or a rude clerk. Is there somebody that's writing this stuff for them? I don't know, but I would I would fuck up the rude clerk and the rude people. <laughs> yeah, so that's what Nikki says, is she wants the opportunity to be a cunt to people, which has never been a problem for her to try to find a way to do it. Like, like how is that any different? Yeah. They bitch about some random person who dared to get in their way at a hotel. And it's just like, what is going on? So, at that point, the cunts promised to go to Rose Bitch's show on the 12th, which... Do you I think they did? I don't know. I didn't look. They didn't talk about it the next episode. Let me check Instagram. Okay. While you're doing okay. that, while you're doing that, we'll finish off this episode because uh, Rosie Nips... Yes. Go ahead. Rosie Nips says, anyone giving you advice just wants you to be more like them. But she's giving us advice right now by saying that. And also, yeah, because you ask somebody for their advice because you want to know what they would do. Like, this statement is about as deep as a baby's poor. Okay? Like, you're like, anyone is like... Yeah, no shit. That's the reason why you you get advice from people. <laughs> yep. Again, I don't, I don't think it happened. I doubt it. Because I'm pretty sure there would there would definitely have been photos. Right. Think. I would say I would assume so. Yeah. There's nothing. Uh, anything on last week's episode? Uh, it was stupid. Yes, it was. Dumb. Yes, it was. And, um, I hate Nikki Bella more than I did before. That's an accomplishment. Heidi, it's time for the second in our podcast episodes. This one entitled, I Almost Got Bladed in the Face. Almost doesn't count. Mm-hmm. They open up a bottle of Ultra Brute Champagne. Sure. And we get an update on baby teeth. Go ahead and... Teething uh, sucks, yo. Yeah, it, it does. Um, this is not a parenting podcast, though. I know. So the fact that we go on for way too long... Listen, we knew what we were getting into when we did this. And I know. Nikki was pregnant. Yeah. We knew that it was going to be this. Nice. Although I thought there would be way more complaining. Oh, I mean, she complained about baby teeth on her tits, so. I know. Oh, and, and we'll get into to more complaining in a little bit here. Um, but apparently the worst part of having a child is two years of teething. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. She appar- Yeah, she apparently had to explain to Bertie why her brother is chewing on cribs. And most likely flipping off free. And I assume that the conversation afterwards is pretty like, you want me to, you want me to take care of him? Like, 
Like I can, I can. Yeah, right, <laughs> <little> psychopath. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and Bree says that she used to make titty milk popsicles for Birdie. And not only is she not doing that now with her kid, but she also didn't offer that advice to her co-twat. So of course Nikki was upset. Like, why didn't you tell me? Yeah, because this is what I really wanted today was baby talk. Like, that was bizarre, right? Like, dipping mm-hmm. her, like, towels in breast milk and freezing it? Yeah, it was weird, for sure. And then letting the kids suck on the towel? Like, yeah. that just, like, get, like, freezer pops or something. Right. Like, they literally you know? make, yeah, they literally make things that you can do. And, like, yes. Like, I'm the- not crazy. No, no. You okay. you get a bunch of, of the little teethers, which, is, which yes. we had, or... Yeah, you can get like those, like where you can put like fruit or something in them and like close them up, and then the kid can just fucking chew away on them. Well, they yeah. have homemade popsicle makers too that she could have put yeah. her breast milk on. You know what I right. mean? Right. I just think that I just assume that she was just like squirting her tits all over town. <laughs> I don't know, man. She does some weird shit. She does. She's into some weird shit. Um, bizarre. Yeah. So because I really don't give a shit about these cunts bastards, um, I decided instead that it's time to do our first one-star review. Uh, Perfect! uh, So this one... Now, mind you, um, I apologize. I did not write down anybody... uh, the names of the users that posted these. Um, But this one is entitled Boring and Abusive. Oh. By the way, these are all from the last two weeks. So they're 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 from when the podcast returned because I didn't feel like it was it would have been been okay to do their old version. Nice. This podcast has become incredibly boring, pretentious, and fake. They bring on guests and interview them so poorly, just sucking up to them and asking inappropriate questions. Not everyone wants to discuss their sex life. It was hard to listen to, but I kept going because I did not want to give up after enjoying the majority of season one. But the Artem. Artem episode has me officially out. They are so out of touch with reality, and Nikki's, Nikki's is super abusive partner. It was so uncomfortable to listen to them pretend to support him to push him out of his career, all while knowing he's a provider and has no choice. Nikki gives every red flag of a manipulative, narc- narcissistic partner, and I hope she gets help and Artem gets therapy, because abusive relationships are hard. There's no authenticity. What did we miss? Uh, Yeah, apparently... Apparently they are uh, the the one of the episodes we missed. What they had Artem on, and they were not very nice to him on the episode. So, so now we have to go back and listen to it. You can go ahead and do that. I am not. I have washed my hands on that. But I mean, we've got we've got evidence before of that of like her like oh I just I like you need to go and you need to get a job. You need to go and get a job. Yeah. And then when he gets a job, it's oh I'm so I'm I, I can't believe he left me. Like that's yeah, that's the stuff we've already seen. So yeah. So then they bring up ice skating uh, with Brian, and instead of talking about that, let's go to another one-star review. Uh, so this is, <laughs> this one is why is this so boring now? <laughs> I am a I am a huge Bella's fan, but oh my god, what happened to this podcast? It's so incredibly boring now. The guests are a snooze fest, and the girls now think they're Kardashians. Uh, just a short a short and sweet one. I figured I would I would throw that one in there. So while they were figure skating, <laughs> <laughs> Bertie yelled at Bree. 
because Brie was yelling at her that a Zamboni was about to come out onto the ice and clean it. It was an ice monster. An ice monster. Mind you, <laughs> it was like 40 yards away, hadn't come onto the ice yet, and she's like, Marty, you gotta get over here now, you're gonna die! Uh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but before we get into the rest of that, let's get our last one-star review. <laughs> this one is entitled, No Longer Genuine. I have listened to this podcast since it started, and it has really gone downhill. After abruptly stopping the podcast with zero explanation to their loyal subscribers, they reappear just to brag about how nice it is to have so much time and money that they don't need to work. Oh, and by the way, we don't want to share anything about our lives anymore, but be sure to buy our wine. They always claim to care about their fans, but their bad attitudes show that's no longer the case. All about the money and out of touch with reality. Don't waste your time on this flaky podcast. Ooh. I will say, other than talking about the kids, do we really get anything about what they're doing anymore or or what's going on in their lives at all? No. It's like very very shallow. I mean they're they're shallow, but it's yeah, that's very true. Like since they've come back, it hasn't really been like talking much about their personal lives and then yeah they bring on guests almost every week at this point this this was the first one i think since they've been back that they haven't had somebody where it's all about them now it's like well this is not supposed to be or wasn't originally supposed to be an interview podcast it was supposed to be about them and like sharing their lives and stuff like that excuse me yes let's get back to this because sorry brie was in the middle of telling us a story about how she took birdie on a class trip and she scared the shit out of her, and she put her champagne down and didn't know where she put it. Yes, because of course she was drinking. On a class trip. On a class trip. To an ice skating rink. Drinking. Drinking. On a class trip. On a class trip. Where you need to have balance because you're going to be ice skating. And you're day drinking... While your child is on something that they could potentially get hurt at any second. Drinking. Yes. How many class trips have you chaperoned, sir? Uh, Me, none. I work during the day. Um, But. Your wife, sir? No. Um, But I I can assure you, if we ever had to, we would not be drinking while doing it. Well, I am a professional chaperone, sir. Okay. And I can tell you, I have never had champagne while I chaperoned a field trip. And yes. if there was champagne, I'm a little pissed that nobody shared it with me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because I always get the group of boys. Mm, there you go. You know, so next time. Yep. So we get a story that apparently Brian did eventually get her to understand. Champagne on a field trip. That's fucking classy. That's awesome. Yeah. So Brian finally got her to understand that her child doesn't want a dollhouse. She wants a fucking bike. And Brie was just the one who wanted to get a dollhouse. Now, Brie, of course, acts like... She's like in denial. She is like in denial because she's like, I guess... I never heard it. I never heard it. I never heard her say she wanted a bike. Well, you're yeah. also never there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Brian saying my daughter wants a bike 
and not a dollhouse over her being like, oh no, she wants a dollhouse. Like, no, she wants a bike because that way she's mobile and can run people over with it. I guess yep. they they went to go get a bike, and Brian got out of the car and went up to the bike store, and Bree was just like, well, he's gone. I'll lock the door. And it was pouring rain. It's pouring rain. Brian goes up to the store. The store is closed. He comes back, and he's, like, pounding on the fucking window, like, open the fucking door, bitch. I'm dying out here. And she's like, no, no, go back and make sure that the, that the bike that we want is actually there so we can come back tomorrow and get it. So she makes him go back out into the rain to make sure the bike is there. And then lets him back in the car. Not cool. But wait, there's more. Not to that, not to that story. But Nikki then asks, "Why do flights always get delayed during the holidays? It's the same flights. It's the same schedule." Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's because there's more people on them, or maybe it's such an idiot. Or maybe it's because oh, I don't know. It's winter. <laughs> Fucking moron. Why do flights get delayed? Yes, because that same flight on that same schedule, if you took it in March, would be pretty empty. But when you take it in December, it's packed full to the brim. And also, it's three degrees outside, and sometimes the plane's engines freeze up. Now, I Uh wish that would happen while you were on a plane. (laughs) But sadly, not the case. Nikki says she had an O face when Potato got smoothie all over him, so she came because her kid was dirty? Does she not understand what an O face means? So we get a story that she was out at some place and Mateo dumped smoothie on himself. Mm-hmm. And like she it's just got this whole crazy thing where it's like, oh, somebody was behind her. And was, like, yelling at her. But, of course, someone else, like, stood up for her and was like, hey, that woman's going through a lot, okay? None of that part is is real. The part that is real is the fact that she's like, I didn't have 15 seconds to put a bra on. So Mateo grabbed my top and exposed my drained implant-filled titties to everybody in there. And they were just flopping around. Like, ugh. You didn't have time to put a bra on. Fuck you. It does not take that long. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> I know. It takes seconds. Yes. Idiot. <sighs> Brie and Malcolm's tits were on the cover of Le Palme magazine. Uh, so I looked it up. It's a bunch of photos of Nikki's tits hanging out. Yep. And they're like, oh my god, like Extra did like a whole article on it. Uh, I looked at that article, and it was literally... Bree and Nikki are on the Paul magazine. Here's the photos. That's it. They didn't say like, oh my God, stop the motherfucking presses because oh, no. And of course it's like, oh, it was like their most sold episode or magazine ever. Like nobody reads that shit anyways. Okay. I've never even heard of the magazine before. Neither have I. 
first because uh, I misspelled it at first, trying to look it up. <laughs> uh, so Brie talks about she's like, oh yeah, you know. So I was looking at your tits, which is exactly something you would say to your sister. And she's like, oh, I booked a surgeon to talk to him about getting either implants or a tit lift. It's like, oh, the chick that always talks about never getting plastic surgery and never wanting to, yeah, is now is now going to get some. And, and they, then the one who always talked about loving her tits is thinking about getting hers taken out. Well, it's only because since she had a kid, her tits are sagging now. Because mm. those implants, of course, are going to do some damage to you. So, yeah, so they're so she's like, oh, I'll get my implants taken out. But both of them are like, well, maybe we'll just get a lift. Now, if you have never looked into what happens when you get a breast lift... There's no hiding that. Like a really no, good plastic, yeah, the, a really good plastic surgeon can can sometimes hide implants. You know, um, if you know, looking at it, you'll probably be like, okay, yeah, I can see a little scar around the area or something. No, no, like you get a breast lift, you have scars from the bottom of your areola down to the bottom of your tits because they literally cut the nipple out. And cut the bottom out, and they like rearrange things, and then they sew your nipple up higher on the thing. Like, that's what a breast lift is. Yeah, so there's not going to be any more like under boob fucking photos that they're going to be able to do because otherwise you're going to see it. So, like, it's going to be pretty obvious that you've had it done. And again, <laughs> love yourself, but also get a breast lift. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So then it's time to play another game. So now they just have a new game every week. Yeah. And, and they're fun. And none of them are good. This, oh, they're perfect. What are you talking about? This one is naughty or nice. They, well, it's Christmas. They yeah. need to have some kind of holiday-themed game. So they brought in a guy to say names in announcer voice. So they could play them. It sounded like you. Was it you? It was not me. Are you sure? I am 100% positive. I have never said Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos. Uh, I definitely didn't get paid for it. Kanye West. Yeah, so they start with Kanye. And, oh, Kanye's on the nice list because we feel bad about him because his he just really loves his wife and wants to get back together with him. The guy tried to help Trump win an election and has been going on rants and calling people racist because they didn't want to vote for Trump. He's a prick. Fuck him. Also, oh gosh, his fake marriage is over. Oh no. Then announcer guy goes, ever given. And I'm like, the fuck is that? (laughs) That's exactly my thought. What is that? So ever given is the boat that got stuck sideways in the harbor months ago. Remember that one? The evergreen uh, boat that got stuck in the canal? No. Oh. What canal? Um, Hold on. Let me let me bring it up so I don't give you. Uh, I have no idea. So, 
the Suez Canal. Okay. So, by the way, this was cleared up in August. Okay? So her reason for putting it on the naughty list of, like, people aren't going to be able to get their materialistic gifts, that's not true at all, because it's literally been clear for the past six months. So, yeah, so Ever Given was a ship that went into the Suez Canal and had like tried to to correct the wind that was kicking it and it like got stuck sideways and made it so that like no ships could get in and out of the harbor at that point. Oh. But again, back in August they got the ship out. It's not still there. And oh my gosh, people can't get their Christmas gifts. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, then we get Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson. They're on the naughty list because they could be using that money for something else. But Nikki's like, no, no, no. They're good because they give back to the environment. So it's okay that they kept Amazon workers from leaving during a tornado, which wound up killing five of them because they give 1% of their money or less than 1% of their money to a charity. Oh, so everything's forgiven. Britney Spears, which at this point I'm like, oh my god, like really? This how long is this going to take? How long are we doing this for? A while. She's doing it for a while. Yeah, she's on the license license because now that she's free, she's posting handbrow pics on social media showing her titties. And then we get Benefer, and he says they're naughty because they're in a relationship again. Because, She thinks that they were... It was too quick after A-Rod. Which... A-Rod's a douche. Well, yeah, but also, like... Really? You're the one who's going to talk about people's relationships? <laughs> and Ben's a Red Sox fan. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Ben Affleck is, is, is a decent dude. It's just that Jennifer Lopez is gone. Um, <laughs> how, when did, when did she stop fucking steroid bitch? Um, oh, so it was literally like she, she left him and then went to Affleck again. Who gives a shit? Nikki says it's all good because they give us, us people hope. No, they don't. Well, which means that she's eventually going to find her way back to Cena. Yeah. Is that what it is? Probably, yeah. Yeah. And, like, Bree's like, oh, they're they're fake. Yeah. Uh, pot, meat kettle. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Simone Biles. So- shockingly, they don't chastise her. Then they get to Taylor Swift, and at this point, I was just, I was fucking done. I was like, this shit is so fucking stupid. Like, first of all, Men should stop sticking their dick in this crazy cunts because every time that she's done fucking somebody, it's their fault. It is. Yeah. But then, of course, uh, of course, they do Jake Gyllenhaal next because that's the the latest one. He's a bastard. He's a no. Jake Gyllenhaal is not the the latest one. Oh well, he's one of them. Yeah, that's the problem. Is that he not? Is one of them. Is that not he, the problem that I said he's the latest one? You said no, he's not the latest one. <laughs> Isn't that a problem? Not. He's not the latest one, but he's the worst one. 
He's the worst one. Alright. Alright. There <laughs> is, I kid you not, a list a list of Taylor Swift exes. Joe Jonas. And it's and it's a list of her exes and the songs that she sings about them. That's a problem. Joe Jonas, Taylor Lautner, John Mayer, Jake Gyllenhaal, Connor Kennedy, Harry Styles, Calvin Harris, Tom Hiddleston. And I'm sure there's been a shit ton of them since. <sighs> Fuck you. Anyways, uh, then they bring up Charlotte and Becky Lynch, and they say they're both nice because they're women. You know they're lying. They are lying, lying, lying. Yeah. So then they bring in Birdie, her daughter, the one that she said she didn't want no to. No shit. Birdie, well, her daughter? This, the one that they said that they didn't want to, like, exploit or have her on reality shows or stuff like that. But let's put her on the podcast. I asked her what she wanted for Christmas. That would have actually been funny. Um, so, Buddy is on a naughty list because he tried to eat her toys. He's teething. Mateo is on a nice list because he's nice. Dipshit's on a nice list because Brady doesn't understand what her cunt aunt is. Same thing with Brie. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Brady sings for us. Uh, then yep. Nikki's like, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. That happened. Uh, then our, our parting affirmation is, all doubt is an illusion, which is the exact sort of generic bullshit you'd probably find on a picture hanging in Target. All doubt is an illusion. Yeah, no fucking shit. Where did she get that from? <laughs> I told she you. She, she walked through Target and was like, I gotta write that down. Oh, well, no, she can't write. So it'd be like, hold on, I gotta text that to myself. She took a picture of it on her phone. Yeah. And she's like, oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> Alright, anything about the second episode? Uh, I think we should listen to it again. No. No. All right. I think that's going to do it for us, and that's going to do it for Twat Magic for the year 2021. And it will be a return of the Twats in January. She got it from a book, by the way. Is that where it is? Uh-huh. She can't read, so she had to have heard it from somebody else. Have you ever heard of a book on tape? Those don't, or, ex- those don't exist anymore. They're audiobooks now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Shut up. I get out my reel-to-reel, and I slap that bad boy in there. Shut it. It's called a cassette, bitch. <laughs> just kidding. Just... Have you ever heard of, a, heard, of, ever heard of a book on gramophone? <laughs> You're an asshole. All right. I mean. I know. All right. Taylor uh, Swift wrote a song about you. Yeah, if Taylor Swift wrote a song about me, it would be it would be why does this guy hate me so much? Oh, it's why you gotta be so mean. Yeah, why you gotta be such a fucking cunt. <laughs> All right, send, That's it. send us home. <laughs> You're getting Bella's TikToks, bitch. It's on. Fair enough. Send us home. <laughs>
join us in 2022 to find out what's up with these cuts. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>